This is Just Women, every Tuesday at one o'clock on Brooklyn's radio. To kick off the show, here's Ivana chatting with Ali Waters all about interview coaching. Hi, Ali. I was looking at the schedule the other day and I can't believe it's two years since we last chatted. It's a long time. I know. Thank you for inviting me back again. You're welcome. So what have you been up to in that time? How's the business going? Okay, well, um, as everyone, um, this situation has changed an awful lot of what I do. And it's been great for me, actually, because I never thought of what what I do, offering recruitment training services. Um, I never thought about it being an online option. And so I've developed some workshops for employers on how to develop their employer brand and their recruitment processes, um, all online. So two-hour Zoom workshops, very interactive, and another one also on how to conduct a thorough probing interview. So that's what I've been doing on the employer side, but also now realising that there's going to be a huge number of people on the job market, and they're going to need help and encouragement to get new jobs. So I'm going to flip onto the other side of the fence now, and work also with candidates, trying to help them build their confidence and find new opportunities uh, if they're you know, made redundant or if they just want to change. But there will be an awful lot of people who aren't choosing to move but, but are, are needing to, to look for new roles. Yeah, yeah so it's been really interesting seeing both sides, size. working on both sides. And what have been some of the challenges that you feel that employers are facing with all of this? Obviously, the furlough scheme is a big challenge because they don't know until October how many staff are going to need to come back in. So there's obviously the issues of unemployment. So are they asking for outplacement services from you as well? Um, some are, yes. And I think it's brilliant um, when they do that because it's, it's, it's fantastic for their employer brand. If someone is helped um, and encouraged and invested in to find uh, new work through giving them some interview skills or CV help. It gives them um, a really positive view of the employer, and they will they will sell them fantastically well um, at a later stage. And might even come back and work with them. So if you treat your 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 people well, um, you know it's 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 brilliant for your image. Uh, and do you so think that really what, good. do you think that what, with what's going on at the moment that people are going to have to diversify and maybe think about other sectors with their transferable skills? That they could go into. Yeah, definitely. Um, having a really good look. I mean, I, I always encourage people to really just write down everything they've ever done, any job, any part-time job, whatever it is, and, and in any order, whatever whatever you remember most, and, and then have a look at it and see, well, what did you learn from each part of, of your experience and, and what did you enjoy most? And if the stuff that you just didn't really enjoy, scrub it out, you know, don't go back there again. And then you end up with, um, some some structure to work with and you can pull out your transferable skills and and employers are going to understand that you know people are looking for work they don't, haven't necessarily worked in their industry but they've got a whole suitcase of skills that they can offer um, they just need to be given the opportunity to talk about them and how they can what they can bring to a, an organization yeah and it could be that during this time as well, their values might have changed and that can impact what sort of roles they want to go for, can't it? If you, if you don't feel the same way about certain things, maybe making a difference is more important than now rather than stability and the security. Do you find that yeah, as well as happening? Yeah, definitely, and, and flexibility. Um, you know, obviously looking at the employer potentially um, to see what's important to them and, and how they value their people is really key. Obviously, people might be feeling overwhelmed that they're, they're they're desperate to find something but I think it's really important if you can is to take a little bit of time and really 
take stock of, of what you've got, what to offer, and try and focus on some key roles rather than blanket approaching. Yeah. Um, because it, it then will give you a longer term plan for your career yeah. rather than just snatching at stuff. And I appreciate some people are really desperate and they will need to find a way of finding an income quickly and, that, and that, that's understandable. But if you if you do have the chance to take a little bit of time, um, then I would suggest that's a really yeah. good thing to do. I mean, you touched on the word flexibility, which is a really interesting point, actually, because I think during COVID, where people have been able to work from home, they've appreciated how brilliant that flexibility has been because you could be literally ironing in one room and the next minute you're sitting in front of your desk ready to start work. It's just, and that's never happened for a lot of people before, has it? No, and it's fantastic, isn't it? But also from the employer's point of view, if they think they really can have people living you know, all over the country, um, as long as they've got in their contract that they might need to attend um, you know, a team meeting once a month, um, they can widen their net hugely and recruit people in Scotland if they want to. Yeah, so, um, you know, that's a real ad- advantage. Uh, the downside for employers is that, as I said just now, or alluded to, that there are going to be so many people on the market desperate for a job, they'll be applying for anything. And it's quite difficult to find the people that really want your job yeah, exactly. rather than any job. And then that, that will really mean they've got to think about the way they filter candidates um, efficiently yeah. so they're not just interviewing, you know, yeah. forever, <laughs> trying yeah. to find a needle in the haystack. I mean, that, that CV, as you say, is not one size fits all. You have to adapt and tweak that CV and covering letter for every single job you go for. Because as you say, otherwise an employer is going to think, that person doesn't want to work for me, they just want to work anywhere. And that's yeah, the difference. Is employers want people with that passion. Have you found that with your interview coaching that the stages that you have to go through have increased as well? I know that with my daughter, she's recently secured a job, but she had five separate parts of the actual process, which is a lot more than it would have been before. And uh, each thing got more difficult and each round got more and more difficult. But obviously it was all online. Are you finding mm. that obviously it's the same sort of thing because of what's going on? That's all online. Yeah. Absolutely. And and it works really well online. And some of the big organisations I work with who run big assessment centres for, you know, graduates and school leavers type uh, recruitment, and they went almost overnight to running their assessment centres online. So they have interviews on Zoom. They do um, all their online tests. They do role plays. Uh, they're even working on getting virtual reality onto Zoom, um, which is quite incredible, I think. Um, so I think I think candidates in particular they need to get used to the idea of presenting themselves um, on Zoom and and I think you know families and friends are talking a lot online anyway so it shouldn't be too much of a surprise now as long as it's a two way conversation I think the difficult ones to do uh, and the ones that are more you know unfriendly are the ones where the the, the one way interviews where candidates are just asked to uh, record some answers to camera and they don't get any kind of feedback or conversation with anyone and it can be quite cold and impersonal and that's really hard I think to to get your head around doing that takes a bit of bravery and and that's where coaching can come in as well. Sure I've looked at your website what I like about your website Ali is it's all very transparent in terms of what you charge so tell us about some of the services in relation to the coaching and what people can expect from that. Okay Um, well a good example actually is I had someone ring me on Friday saying they got an interview this Tuesday. Uh, so, you know, it's nice to have a little bit of um, warning, isn't it, that you've got an interview. So we had a coaching session yesterday. She'd, or- she'd already done her CV, um, but yesterday we talked through um, her 
approach to interviews, how, how she felt about interviewing, first of all, and her experience in the past of, of interviewing, what, what, how she felt confidence-wise. Um, and then we went into the number of different sorts of questions you could be asked, because it's a small company she was working with, so there's no major information online in terms of what sort of process they use. So we talked about the sort of traditional talk me through your CV approach, we talked about competencies where you're asked to give some examples and then they're probed more deeply. Uh, we talked about strengths, um, which is a relatively new way of answer, asking questions. And, and the key thing for that is to realise that you're asked a very brief question to which you could respond with one or a two word answer. But the key is to keep, continue an answer and give an example. Yeah. And that shows a strength yeah. um, when you're answering in that way. Um, and then we talked about some bad questions um, and real good example of this is um, I know someone's daughter recently went for an interview and she was asked the first question she was asked was you were washed up on a desert island um, and you realized that it's inhabited by cannibals how would you persuade them not to eat you um, so that totally threw her but she was calm enough to answer the question however she thought and then move on without it ruining her ruin the rest of her yeah. interview. Um, she found out later that they were they were wanting her to sell her skills and talk about oh I'm great at time management or I'm great at this, but I'm not sure whether you'd really say that to a cannibal. No. Um, but you know those sorts of questions, some interviewers like to ask to sort of throw you as it did. Um, but I think those are only suitable questions if the role involves lots of you know, firefighting and thinking on your feet. It's a little bit of an unfair question to someone who's going into a relatively predictable role yeah. um, where they won't have to be thinking about cannibals next, you know, any day soon. So um, that was the mix that we talked about. And then we talked about how she would answer some of those questions yeah. um, and think about some examples. I had a situation once, because I'm in a similar line of business to you, and that the question yeah. I think I asked is, if you were a bottle of wine... What type would you be? And obviously she'd, um, she'd read the room, so she'd built the rapport, so she sensed that the, the answer was going to be okay. If you haven't built the rapport, then it could fall flat and it could sort of turn the interview against you. But she said empty. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Which, which was yeah, very... Sassy answer. Sassy, but very brave. But it could have, as I say, could have gone the other way. But she just read the room and thought, no, they'll think this is funny. And they did. Yeah. And I've had the one the where she did get the job, yeah. And the one where if, it, if been an airplane landed in the car park now, what would you do? And some of the questions are really, they really yeah. get you to think on your feet, don't they? They sort of throw. Yeah, and I think that that one, you know, some of those, if you have to do lots of brainstorming and think about your side your box all the time, they can be quite good. But I think it always is good to caveat them with, you know, this role requires you to think outside your box and to think on the spot regularly and therefore we're asking these sorts of questions i think if you suddenly just throw one at a ca candidate without explaining why i think that that tends to put them off and um, yeah. can they can throw them when they're actually a really good candidate um it just throws them off being good um and you might lose you know the, the vibe of a really good candidate sure. by doing that and would you agree as well, Ali, that often people assume that the person interviewing them is an expert, but that, that might be their first interview. So there could be reasons why it's not going the way they'd hoped it was. And it's all about saying to them, look, don't become sort of disillusioned with that. Just sort of keep going, do the best you can, because otherwise you might think, oh, I've lost it now and start performing badly, which isn't always the case, is it? No, absolutely. The, the, the interviewer can be more nervous than the candidates, I reckon, sometimes, especially if they ha haven't had any training. And I think that's why it's important to prepare for anything 
when you're an interviewee is to try and imagine you know all these different sorts of questions i had one um, person i was coaching who it was on a video um uh, he was speaking to someone in australia actually and he was asked right at the beginning the guy said oh said what what should i ask you and no ideas no questions lined up nothing so actually my my client was able to well, I think you should ask me this and this and this because those are the questions he prepared. So actually the interview went quite well. But the, the guy was totally unprepared to do wow. an interview. And, and actually it's a, it's a real big responsibility interviewing somebody. You know, you're making the decision who to bring into, into your team, aren't you? And if you get that wrong, your credibility is shot to pieces of course. amongst your, your team. And obviously you then have to manage the person if they're not going to be, if they aren't any good, manage them out. And um, so it's a real, it's really important to get your interview skills right. So thinking about this from both perspectives then, Ali, so from an, an employer's point of view, what are some of the biggest challenges you think they face in terms of hiring a candidate? Is it obviously um, is it get, is think, it getting the right person and how do they do that? Is it, what is it do you feel that, that worries them the most? Well, I think there's, there's two things. There's the recruitment process is getting that right. So you're really efficient. So I think um, employers, First, you have a really structured application form, which gives you all the information in the same order. You get the same questions being asked to all. And then that avoids you having to read through a pile of CVs and cover letters, which for if you've got a large number of applications, then, then that's really time consuming. Uh, I think using online methods to uh, narrow your pipeline down before you're interviewing. So again, you're saving time, your face-to-face -face time. Um, so that's really quite important in terms of planning your recruitment process but actually the interviewing um, is to is to do a number of things it's to sell the role because you want to encourage um, good candidates to want to work with you um, and it's about getting underneath the skin of what they've actually done it's very easy to go through and ask lots of open questions but if you don't probe them properly you then you, you look at your notes and you think god I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether they're a good fit or whether they can do the job. Um, so it's really important to have a proper structured interview. And there are so many interviewers out there that aren't trained in a structured right. interview. And I, I, I ran a, a course, a workshop that I was just telling you about the other day. And one of the people on my Zoom course, after we'd done some role play interviews using the structure I suggested, he said, wow he said gosh what a, what a good idea having a structure to your interview and it's like it was rocket science to him yeah. um, but just really simple things like that as you know can make all the difference to, 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 to how much information you get from somebody and have they said that they've had a lot more candidates applying for every job at the moment or have they said it hasn't really changed um lots more i mean in the news there's been that the sort of highlights of pubs being um, inundated with applications, 400 applications for two jobs type wow. thing coming there. Um, but yes, they are inundated and they will need to find ways to narrow the pipeline really quickly. Otherwise, it's going to be so time consuming for them. Yeah. Well, I can't believe that we've got to the end of that time already. It's gone so quickly, Ali. Um, it's been, already? I know, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners will want a, a great nugget of uh, advice for them. So what would you say to someone who's in the unfortunate position of having to look for a job at the moment, what advice would you offer? Well, if you have um, the opportunity to take a little time, is to do what I said, assess what you've done, um, and then put together a really good CV. Um, because you can do a mixture of things. You can sign on with agencies, 
you can send um, speculative um, applications to companies you might like to work with, um, but also you can keep an eye on the job boards and um, and apply to what comes up there. So I think if, if you start off with a really solid CV, that's really simple. Uh, two pages max. Don't be clever with the design. Just go for something that somebody could just scan really, really quickly and get what you have got to offer. I would say that's the Brilliant. biggest thing to start with. And if they want to get in contact with you, Ali, how do they do that? I would love to hear from anyone who's looking for jobs. Um, my uh, email address is ali at aliwatersassociates.co.uk and the website address to find out more about the services is um, www.aliwatersassociates.co.uk. Thank you so much, Ali. So that was Ali, Ali Waters from aliwaterassociates.co.uk with some really great advice that will hopefully enable you to improve your chances of job performance in the future. So thank you very much. Thank you, Ivana, and also to Ali. Some interesting advice there, I think. You're listening to Just Women on Brooklyn's Radio. 